0: Welcome to the Jesus, Me, and Anxiety podcast, where you can love Jesus and still not be okay every day. I'm your host, Cassie, and I'll be sharing way too personal parts of my journey with anxiety and panic attacks, hoping that together we can find ways to feel free, even if there are a million reasons to feel anxious. Hey, everybody, and welcome to season two, episode three of Jesus, Me, and Anxiety. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being patient with me. I honestly, I don't really have a plan <laughs> for this podcast. I, I I, used to think that I wanted to do it weekly and I tried doing that last year and it worked for a little while. But I mean, as you guys know, I'm sure people that are listening, I'm sure there's other moms out there with as many kids or more kids than I have and working parents and just People in general, like there is just a lot going on in our lives. And when you are a person who deals with anxiety anyway, and your brain is full all the time, um, it can be difficult to just find space and time to record these things. So I am just totally free from my own expectations at this point. And um, thank you for letting me be free from your expectations and just letting this happen when it happens. I really want what I say and what happens on this podcast to be Holy Spirit driven anyway. So if it happens once a month or if it happens every other week or once a week or twice a week. I don't really care. Um I just want it to be meaningful and minister to to you and to me and most of all just bring glory to God and bring freedom to all of us who are dealing with anxiety. Um this past month, I mean this is it's literally been almost a month or a little over a month since I released the last episode and um just been a lot going on. Um we had half of our kids had birthdays. Um, we've had some sickness go through our house, not Corona, but we've all had like some colds and sinus infection stuff. And I barely had a voice last week. And there's just been, you know, all kind of things happening, just like life, life happens. Um, but I have been really like drawn to the word of God. I just cannot tell you guys this year, like My Bible, I know it's, I say this year, it's only February. (laughs) Um, My Bible has just meant so much to me this year. Like more than I can ever remember in my entire life. Um, It's the first thing I think about when I wake up is the word of God. It's usually the last thing I think about before I fall asleep. Um, I'm craving it. I'm wanting it. Um, I think I mentioned on the very first episode of this year, a couple of, um, or a few weeks ago, I mentioned that I'm doing this new Bible reading plan. A couple of you've reached out to me on Instagram or email and asked me about that plan. I hope you're doing it, and I hope it's making you fall in love with the Word of God, too. It's from the C.S. Lewis Institute. If you just Google, like, C.S. Lewis Institute Bible reading plan, it'll come up, and it basically it's just allowing me to read from every section of the Bible from like Genesis to the end. Um, every single day you read a chapter from each section, section So I'm reading, um, six chapters a day, unless I get really caught up and I read a little bit more. Um, or if I get really caught up in something and I don't read six chapters, I just read four or whatever. I'm not being like super legal, legalistic about it. My goodness, I can't talk today, guys. Um, I'm not being legalistic about it or making it like, you know, something, a duty, but it's just really cool to see the whole Bible from beginning to end every day and seeing how things just mesh together and seeing how Jesus is just the whole point of it all. Um, It's just created this desire in me to really read the Word of God. And in that time, um, something that has just really been sticking out to me that I really want to talk about is faith and trust. And, um, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. And I know that if you deal with anxiety and you're listening to this, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Probably, um, man, my brain, (laughs) I just wish sometimes I could like switch brains with my husband because he is not an anxious person. He's never really like, he hasn't dealt with anxiety. Um, to the the level that I have, I will say we're going to do an episode soon with him because last year he did have an episode of anxiety and depression. It like freaked him out so hardcore because he's never had like anxious thoughts before. And um, it was kind of interesting for him to kind of get to experience that. But I want to interview him and like have him on to talk about how like anxiety and depression symptoms can happen to anybody at any time as even somebody as like calm and just easygoing as my husband. Um, but anyways, some days I just want to switch brains with him because I just feel like my brain, like, y'all, it just won't stop. Like, and it, it is so like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just not be wired this way for like a full day because I honestly, like, I have to force myself to rest or force myself into... Like, like I I try, like I, I attempt to not think about things. My husband attempts to think about things. Like he's the exact opposite of me. He's like, I'm really trying to remember to think about things because he can just like be so chill and so laid back. And I am trying to not think about everything. Like I, I'm like, my effort is to like get my brain to stop. You know what I mean? And that leads to me having anxiety. Now, I haven't had a full blown full blown panic attack in like over a year, which I was celebrating at the beginning of this year. Like that's amazing for me. I'm so grateful for that. But just because I haven't been having like full blown panic attacks doesn't mean that my brain doesn't have a tendency to just like go to an anxious place. And something that I've noticed that helps me for real is reading the Word of God. but also, um, like while I'm doing that, like while I'm reading or having, or like reading a book even, oh my gosh, reading books really helps my anxiety. As long as I'm reading like a feel good book. I have a few Christian authors that I love. Karen Kingsbury is like the Baxter family series is my favorite thing ever. It's like a, it's like a Christian Hallmark movie, but like with books (laughs) and it's like, I've cried, I've laughed. It's so good. There's like 40 books in the entire series, but Anyways, I read them all last year, and it's so good. um I also have been reading lately um Robin Lee Hatcher is her name and she's written some series and basically while I'm reading like the these books they're fictional but they're Christian um or the Bible, I have been practicing a lot of breathing techniques. I don't know if you guys have used these or you know you may be way ahead of me on this game, but I really like I think I didn't used to buy into the fact that like, trying to control my breathing could really help my anxiety. I'm like, yeah, right. If I'm having a panic attack, I can't even think about how I'm breathing. Like, it's just I can't do it. And I kind of like brushed it off like, oh, yeah, if I take, you know, a deep breath in and a deep breath out or whatever, that's really going to fix something. No, for real, it does. Um, There are people (laughs) that like, went to school for stuff, and they know things like doctors and scientists and um, people who study anxious, anxiety disorders, they know what they're talking about. Honestly, box breathing is the best thing ever. It's where you now, for real, remember, I have told you guys before, like, I am not a doctor, or like, really a master of anything or like, whatever, don't like take my word for things, Google them. Because then you can really know everything about it. Um, box breathing is really awesome. It's where you take like a breath in for like the same number of counts as you take a breath out. So like if I breathe in for four counts, like, and then I breathe out for four counts, (sighs) you know, obviously I didn't just do that, but you know what I mean? And anyways, if you do that or like eight counts or whatever, um, it literally just like your heart, like my, my biggest thing is I get like um, heart palpitations or like my heart starts to race or, you know, I just start to feel like, you know, you can start that heavy breathing feeling when you feel like a panic attack might come on. Um, before I get to that state now, I feel like I can really like stop panic almost as a reaction in my physical body by doing this box breathing. So I do it while I'm reading the Bible. I do it while I'm reading books. I do it while I'm driving and it really does help. So anyways, this is kind of like a side nugget. I don't even know how I got here, but box breathing, if you haven't tried it, try it. I've been doing it every day. They say to try to work up to doing it for like 20 minutes a day. I haven't gotten there yet. um, Because I do have a lot going on with four kids and homeschooling and working and all that. But... um, When I'm in the car, I really try to do it. And when I'm reading or anything like that. So try box breathing. Um, But also something that these breathing techniques have helped me with is it really does help to clear my mind because I'm telling you, my mind is like where every I mean, it's obviously where anxiety starts, like our minds just being so convoluted and getting out of control And something that a scripture that I've been meditating on while I'm doing this box breathing, I feel like if somebody were to walk in on me (laughs) while I'm doing this like box breathing thing, they would be like, what is she doing? This is so weird. Because sometimes I close my eyes because it also helps me. And I'm just like, (sighs) and I'm like breathing all deep, like into my lungs and like, (sighs) like almost like I'm in labor. It's ridiculous. Um, But it really does like help. So if you haven't tried it, you need to try it. It's amazing. Um, This is the scripture that I have been meditating on while I'm doing my box breathing slash sounds like I'm in labor um, is Psalm 62. And I'm going to read it. It's verse five through eight. It says, let all that I am wait quietly before God for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust in Him at all times. Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. This has so many has so much meaning to me, but I'm just going to kind of break down like what I feel like God has been saying to me here and why I feel like he has been giving me freedom to trust him more and freedom to sit still. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but there's a difference between like, and I, I, I don't mean sit still. I mean, freedom to be still. Like, you can be still in your heart and your mind and still be doing stuff. Like there's a difference between having anxiety and panic while you're doing your everyday chores and activities or feeling like a stillness in your spirit. And I feel like that's what God's been teaching me about is like reaching that point of stillness. And the only way to get there is by trusting him, um, I know it's easy to say this because obviously we're supposed to trust God, right? Like people will say that every day to you. You're like, oh, I'm having like, you know, car problems. Oh, just trust God. Oh, I need a new job. Trust God. Oh, I got cancer. Trust God. Like we just say it very flippantly, but I don't think sometimes that we understand what that means. (laughs) Like the way that we need to have faith in God to trust him to a level of even trusting him with all of our anxious thoughts and anxiety, like, it's a whole different level than than we trust people. And the problem is, like, we don't really trust people very easily. I mean, I don't anyway. And I know a lot of people struggle with this. Like, in our society in general, we're a very like, I'll get it done by myself. Um, we don't even trust people. Like, a lot of times we don't even trust our spouse to do their part of the housework or to do it right, I guess. Um, or we don't trust like our kids to, you know, do what we've asked them to do. So we go behind them and do it before they even have a chance or whatever it is. Like we just have trust issues, um, and and sometimes for good reason. Like a lot of us have been, you know, through some things that have caused us to not have trust in people um, the way that maybe we'd like to. And that's a whole nother healing that needs to happen. But having trust in God is so different than having trust in people. Like, we can have trust in God because, like, it's a hundred percent definite, absolutely sure that He loves us no matter what and that He wants us to be free and whole. Like, it's in the Bible, it's a hundred percent true that He wants to take our anxiety, our fears, our problems on Himself and for us to not carry that. And it's like very difficult sometimes for our minds to wrap around the difference between the supernatural and the natural. But to get to a place of stillness in our minds and our hearts and in our anxiety, um, we have to be able to trust God for real, like with everything. and And honestly, even with the bad stuff, like while it's happening. Um, I think that's the hardest thing is like, we trust God to get us through it, but we don't always trust God in it. Like, for example, if I were, you know, to be diagnosed with an illness that seems terminal or, you know, that, that it may not end well for me. Um, you know, I can say that I'm trusting God for my healing, But am I also trusting him in the process of the sickness? Like, can I trust him with my life itself? If I, even if I die, do I trust him with my eternity? Do I trust him with my kids? Like a lot of times people say, you know, if I were to die tomorrow, like, oh my gosh, my kids, my husband, like, do we trust God even with that? Do we trust him to take care of them if something were to happen to us? I know that sounds kind of morbid, but it's like, That's the kind of level of trust that that the Bible is talking about. Like, Do you trust him with your entire life? And one of my biggest issues is I say that I trust God in a lot of ways, but like I also try to get everything done and take care of everyone and take care of everything by myself, which causes me to have straight up anxiety and panic. As a mom of four and a wife who works part time from home as well and homeschools and feels like... Sometimes I've gotten to places where I feel like everyone in my home re- relies on me for meals, for education, for love, support, spiritual um direction. I've even like been convicted at times because God's like, "Am I their savior or are you their savior?" Like, you're carrying so much of the weight of their spiritual guidance. And of course, we're supposed to pour into our children spiritually, but like sometimes I like will cry myself to sleep because I'm scared my kids are going to turn away from the Lord. I mean, I cannot be so like fearful and not like trust that like, obviously God loves them even more than I do. He's going after my kids. All I need to do is come beside him and pray and intercede for them. And he can handle getting their attention just like he got mine. Like he doesn't need me to be the savior. You know what I mean? But because I like, I have, trust issues. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. Maybe God's going to forget them. I don't know. Maybe he can't get their attention. Maybe I need to do it. Like maybe, you know, I could just help more or you know, whatever it is. And I feel like God has been so convicting me because I complain all the time that my brain won't stop. I'm like, I'm always thinking about everyone else and I'm always thinking about what I have to do next and, you know, it it causes that anxiety to build up. And I've been so convicted by this verse that says Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. And then it goes on in verse 8. Trust in Him at all times. Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. Refuge, the definition of refuge, literally means a place or a condition of being safe or sheltered from danger or trouble, something that provides shelter safe accommodations. A refuge is literally like a safe place. And I feel like the Lord has been like saying to me that He is my safe place. He is where I can be quiet and still and not have to worry and panic and freak out if I can just trust Him enough to go to that place that's the problem is that he's there waiting to be a refuge. He's there waiting for me to cast my anxiety on him, all of my fears, all of my worries, everything that I feel like I have to do. He's there waiting to be a refuge from all of that. He wants to be the safe place, but I don't always trust him enough to go there with him, if that makes sense. Like, And so like, I guess my biggest thing right now is just learning to have the kind of crazy, just radical faith in God to where like, when I do start to worry about things that are way beyond my control, or when I start to feel like I can't handle it all, like that I can remember that He is my refuge. He can handle it all. If I'll just trust Him enough to give it to Him, if I'll just trust Him enough to say, okay, God, like, I'm feeling panicked about this and anxious about this, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit here right now. Even if I can't sit down, I'm going to stand here right now or drive here right now and become still in my spirit by getting into my box breathing. <laughs> Here's another plug for box breathing and thinking and about you, about my refuge place and going into that sacred refuge place with you and giving you all of it. Um, I feel like one of my biggest struggles is not taking the time when I am having anxious thoughts and panic. I I wait too long to go to that refuge place. I wait too long to, because I basically wait until I'm like burned out from anxiety and like, just like, oh my God, like, you know, just freaking out, like I need medication. I need, um, something like i just get to a, a crazy burnout place before i'm like oh wait i need a refuge in god that's what i need i need to trust him um and so like as a practice and this is like so practical and it may just sound so i don't know what the word is immature or um i don't know childlike very very low amateur teaching i'm not trying to really teach anything but it it may sound really simple i guess but I feel like as a practice right now, like literally my technique with dealing with anxiety and panic is to <laughs> box breathe. Um, and while I'm doing that, almost mentally imagining myself in a beautiful place. I know this sounds crazy. Just go with me here. Imagining myself in a beautiful place with Jesus in a refuge, like just giving him everything everything and and being in a peaceful refuge place with him and just trusting him with everything like i literally have to almost imagine myself giving it all to him um while i'm box breathing <laughs> and it really is like it's making me feel feel stiller even when i'm busy like in my spirit and my mind i don't feel as anxious when i am and verbalizing or even mentally imagining that I am in a, a place of refuge with the Lord and just trusting him with all of those things like and saying it out loud like God I trust you I trust you with my body because a lot of times you know anxious thoughts can come to me even about my body like if I I'm feeling sick or weathered down or whatever. I start to feel like, okay, what's going on? Like, is my iron low? Is my sugar low? Is like, am I having issues? Heart issues, especially when you have anxiety and you have like palpitations. Oh gosh, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, am I having a heart attack? Do I have heart problems? Do I have a murmur? Am I going to die in like six months? Um, yeah. Anyways, not that I should give you any more anxious thoughts to to have if you don't have those already, but um, I. And when I'm having that like feeling, like I'm really trying to make it a practice to just go to a refuge place with God and just imagine myself almost in a Garden of Eden kind of place and just saying, I trust you. I trust you with my life now, my my health, my children, my finances, whatever it is, my day to day, what people think about me, what I think about me my thoughts, all of it. I trust you with it and I give it to you and I want to sit here in this place of refuge. Um, so right now I just want to pray. I think my prayer today is that we would just find the freedom to trust again. Um, if you've had issues trusting God or trusting God because of your issues with trusting people, um, just i just want to pray that we would find the freedom to trust him in a way that goes beyond the way we trust people but in a way that says like for real you are sovereign like you have it all in the palm of your hand and all of these fears and worries that i have like don't compare at all to what you can do or who you are and honestly I was telling this to my kid the other day, you know, she came upstairs, we moved recently a couple months ago, and she has still felt a little unsettled in our new house. Um, her room is a lot bigger. She's near to a door. Um, there's just some things that have caused some anxiety a little bit in her. And I was telling her the other night, you know, we were praying for her. She couldn't sleep well. And I said, you know, there are a lot of bad things that can happen. There really are. Like, There's a lot of bad things that can happen and they happen all the time. And we can't really ignore that um, and we can't escape it. Like bad things happen every day, all day, all the time. But if we spend our time or waste our time worrying about what could happen or giving into the fears and anxious thoughts of what might happen or what could happen, we literally waste our entire lives. And we don't really get to enjoy the good part because we're so anxious or worried about the bad stuff. And so, if you've been having anxious thoughts about the future or anxious thoughts about, you know, what might happen or fear, um, man, I just encourage you to remember. Like I felt like that was a Holy Spirit moment for us of just saying, like, you know what? Like there are a lot of bad things that can happen, but I don't want to miss the good by wasting my time not trusting God with the bad stuff and letting that go and enjoying the good because he has given us so much good on this side of eternity. And I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it by wasting it on anxious thoughts. So I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to pray that God would just really, really do a work of healing in our hearts toward trusting even him and allow us to trust him more. So. Father, I just pray right now that whatever it is that maybe has caused us to not trust well, maybe we've been broken by other people. Maybe we've been hurt to the point of just not feeling like we could trust anyone, including you, Father. God, help us. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come and mend those broken parts of our heart and our mind and our souls and even our bodies. I pray, God, that that we would just really understand what it means to have faith and trust in a God that is sovereign above everything else. That's you, Yahweh, creator God. You are sovereign over everything. And we, you know, we we can find refuge in you, God. That's our safe place. Help us to find our refuge. Help us to find that place with you, God, in our minds and our spirits where we can say no to fear and wasting our time on being anxious about things that really may not ever happen or might happen. Help us to lay that aside, God, and find our refuge, our safe place in you, Father. I pray, Lord God, that you would give us the courage to trust you in a way that maybe we never have before, God. I pray for faith to believe in you, Jesus, to protect us, to guide us, to lead us, and to take care of everything that we think we have to take care of, God. Help us to put that trust in you, not in ourselves, not in anything else, God, but you first. I pray, Father, that you would just help us to trust. Help us to learn to trust you the way that we're supposed to, far more than we could ever trust a person or a human being. And Lord, I pray that healing would take place, God, in the, in the areas of our lives where we fear the most, where our anxious thoughts are, Lord, we just ask for healing of our mind and freedom from these anxious thoughts. God, I continue to cry out for freedom from every, for everyone that's listening, God, who's poured out their hearts to me on Instagram or by email or text message. God, I pray for freedom. I pray, Father, that you would captivate our thoughts and that our thoughts would be your thoughts. Lord, you said that your ways and your thoughts are higher than ours God, help us to think like you, to turn off all the anxiety and fear, and to think like you, Father. We trust you with our lives and our thoughts, and we pray, God, that this week we would find refuge in you and our safe place in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Jesus, Me, and Anxiety podcast. I would love to hear from you. So if you'd like to share your journey with me, email Anxiety at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Cassie Russell. This podcast was produced by Phoenix Creative, which happens to be my amazing husband's company. So check it out at MyPhoenixCreative.com.